Hello and welcome to Keep Going and Growing. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I'm your host, Neve Stone, and I'm a 21-year-old student in my second year at the University of Edinburgh, and I study geography. This is a fun, chatty and informal podcast where I discuss a huge variety of different topics such as mental health, wellness, personal development, university, travel, sustainability, and yeah, just whatever I find interesting. I make this podcast have fun and share my passions, and I hope to encourage others and myself to look for the positives in things. I want to find ways that we can all keep going and growing as we navigate the challenges of life, but also pause to recognise the beauty in the chaos. Today's episode I'm really looking forward to because I'm going to be chatting all about books, which is one of my favourite things to chat about. So I'm really happy to have this opportunity. I was really just in the mood to record this one today. So I'm so just so excited because talking about books, like I say, it just makes me so happy. One of my favorite topics. And yeah, so sorry if you're not a big reader, but maybe this will get you into reading. Maybe you'll listen to this and be inspired. But yeah, today's one may not be for everybody. So, you know, if you're maybe feeling like this one isn't for you, then just come back next week. But I really would encourage anybody to listen because I just think reading is such a great thing to do and I think it's for me I talk about a lot on the podcast it really helps with my mental health really helps me to be present and focused and yeah it just absorbs all of your senses and I think it's a really great habit to have whether you read one book a year or 20 you know there's everyone has different paces and you're still going to feel the benefits so yeah I think there's so many amazing books out there, so many different types of books. I like to read some Christian books and some nonfiction books and also a lot of fiction. Fiction is my favourite, I have to say, but I try to mix it up and have a bit of variety because you can learn so much from reading. And yeah, so hopefully you're going to be convinced, you're going to be inspired to go and read a book after this. And I'm going to be giving you some good recommendations to help you get started. Or maybe you're a long-time bookworm and you're looking for soon some new recommendations because I know it can be hard sometimes when you feel like you've read all the good stuff and you feel like there's nothing good left out there. But I'm going to reassure you that there's still good books out there. And yeah, I don't know, maybe this will rekindle a love of reading for some of you who maybe have yeah fallen off the wagon a bit and just want to get back into reading because like I say it's a really great and beneficial thing to do and it's fun and I just think it's also a good form of like self-discipline just sitting down and focusing on reading a book because it's not as easy as just sitting and watching tv so yeah I'm really looking forward to this I hope you guys are too and yeah maybe we can reignite a spark in you guys to get back into reading I feel like reading something we all do a lot as children and we're encouraged to do at school but as we become adults you know maybe we go off to university and we're doing a lot of university reading and we just kind of forget about reading for pleasure but like I say it's a really great thing and I'm really excited to talk about this because I just want to share my love of reading with you and like I say hopefully just inspire you guys to fall back in love with reading or fall in love with reading for the first time so What I'm going to be doing today is I'm going to be doing a book tag and this is by someone called Steph Bora. I hope I'm saying that right but I have linked her like YouTube video with the tag in the show notes if you want to go and watch that but that is the inspiration behind this. I did not come up with this book tag 
but yeah it's called like the book recommendations tag so yeah that's linked below that's the inspiration for the book tag and then I also wrote an article recently I was asked to write an article for my student newspaper all about my ultimate summer TBR good summer vibes books that give off good summer vibes good to read in the summer so that's the inspiration that's what I'm going to be talking about today so really excited about this if you couldn't tell I've already said it like a million times sorry about that but yeah this is going to be a really good episode okay so this week's quote remember when you wanted what you currently have I think this was really great. I was scrolling through Pinterest. I was having a little look at the different quotes that come up on my little homepage. Got to say, I really love, I love Pinterest because it's just, it's just great. It's, I've currently trying to like re, redo my bedroom at home. And I've just been like finding so much inspiration on Pinterest because my bedroom at home is quite colorful. It's quite chaotic and trying to like fit in lots of different things. And I just want to kind of like make it a bit more mature now that I'm a bit older. And yeah, I've been loving it for inspiration. But anyway, sorry, back to this week's quote. Remember when you wanted what you currently have. And I think this is great because as humans, we're constantly on to the next thing. And I talk a lot on this podcast about being present and in the moment. And I always say that's something that I struggle with. And I think a lot of people do. And going back to reading, it's really great for helping you to stay present. But anyway, I just think it's good to sit back and reflect and think about like, you've worked so hard to get where you are now. You've worked so hard to get into that university. You've worked so hard to get that job or live in that house or apartment or whatever it is. And I think once we get those things, we kind of forget all the hard work and how much we wanted to be in the place that we are now and doing the thing we're doing now. And I just think that for me, for example, with university, I worked so hard on my GCSEs and then my A-levels and yeah my dream was to go to the University of Edinburgh and do geography and now I'm doing that and it all came true and it's amazing I think sometimes with time I guess the novelty of things wears off and we kind of forget about yeah how much we wanted this and how hard we worked for it and I guess it becomes normal and a bit more mundane it's like yeah okay I've got to go to university today but I think just like reigniting that spark of like oh yeah this is something I dreamed of this thing I really wanted I was so passionate about I worked so hard for I told everyone this is what I wanted to do and now I'm here and that's like such an amazing thing and I think it's just good to sit back and like remember that this is where we wanted to be and this is where we now are and maybe maybe that's not your story maybe you're somewhere where you didn't think you'd wanted to be and it's not where you expected but actually it's somewhere that yeah you you're learning to grow and be happy and actually it's in the long run it it has actually ended up being the right thing for you and yeah you know life is unexpected but I just think that we're all working towards something and then once we get there sometimes we forget that we were working towards that in the first place because we're on to the next thing we're thinking about the next thing we want to achieve and we forget about the moment we're in and how this was yeah our dream at one point so yeah I just think it's good to reflect and check in and be like okay I'm proud of myself like just remember yeah that like you're doing a great job and yes of course there's always going to be other things to work towards but you know you're okay you're on the right path and things are going to be okay so I really like that quote remember when you wanted what you currently have so book update I'm reading a few books at the moment I've been reading this book that I haven't actually mentioned on the podcast yet because it's like a daily devotional kind of book. It's called A Small Book for the Hurting Heart and it's by Paul Touches, Touches, quite Torches, I don't know. 
Anyway, however you say his name, it's just like a little daily devotional book. And I haven't mentioned it on the podcast before, but I realised like, I guess it does count as a book that I'm reading at the moment because, yeah, it's good. I nearly finished with this. It's like 50 little daily devotions just talking about, yeah, different Bible verses for when you're struggling and grieving, especially. It talks a lot about grief and I don't know, also about other things though, like betrayal and yeah, people letting you down and that kind of thing. Disappointment and just like hopelessness. And yeah, it's a really great little book. Um, yeah, if you're a Christian and this is something that you wanna you wanna be thinking about every day, starting off your day, like with God talking about these issues, then I would recommend. And then I'm also reading another Christian book called Enjoying God. And this is by Tim Chester. I've been reading this for a little while now. And again, like nearing the end. So I've been trying to read like a chapter a day because it's quite heavy stuff. I need a bit of time to digest it. But yeah, it's really good. It's all about enjoying God and the Holy Spirit and such and just in the everyday. And yeah, I also recently read a book called The Housemaid, which I really enjoyed. This was by Freda McFadden. And I read this in like three days. I haven't done that in so long with a book. It was it was called The Housemaid and it's part of like a, a duo. So I'm about to start reading The Housemaid's Secret, which is the second one. And just really enjoying this. I read this on my Kindle and I just think I read so much faster on my Kindle. I really, really enjoy reading on my Kindle. So yeah, that was that was good fun. And I rated that five stars actually because it was just really good fun. And yeah, it, it was a thriller and it was quite fast paced. And I just think it was like, it got me out of a bit of a reading slump, honestly. I think that's why I'm so excited to like be talking about books today because I was in a bit of a slump and then that book kind of got me out of it. And I also finished reading Notes from a Small Island by Bill Bryson, which I was reading for a little while. And I really, really enjoyed that. And just really inspiring and just a classic. I really like Bill Bryson. I find him really, really funny. I also rated this five stars, I think, or maybe four stars, I'm not sure. But I did really, really enjoy that book as well. I think Bill Bryson, as I say, is great. This is the second book of his that I've read. I also read Notes from a Big Country. And I just loved that this book, Notes from a Small Island, was all about the UK and just very funny. And like Bill Bryson just like taking the mick out of, <laughs> of British culture, but also like it was really nice, like seeing it through his perspective of this like magical place and him just like going around and appreciating it all. It's all about him doing like a little tour around the UK before he moves back to America. And yeah, just appreciating all the little things about the UK that maybe us who have lived here all our lives might have missed. And then the final book I'm reading at the moment is called You Are Not Alone. And it's by Carrie Ad Lloyd, who does the Griefcast podcast. So I'm a big fan of her. And yeah, she's taken a break from the podcast for a bit and I was I was missing her. So I thought I'm going to actually read her book. So I've never read a grief book before, but I'm interested to see what it's going to be like. So yeah, it's called You Are Not Alone by Carrie Ad Lloyd a new way to grieve. So I'm interested to see what I think of a book on grief. So yeah, that's a bit of the the book updates. I mean, I'm going to be talking about books this whole episode, but actually on the topic of books, you can go and follow me over on Goodreads. I always have it linked in the show notes. So if you want to go and like be friends with me on Goodread or follow me, then you can see, you can keep up to date like in real time with what I'm reading and you can look at the books I've been reading. I'm doing a challenge this year so I'm trying to read 50 books this year. I think I've read 14 so far. So like, not too bad. I'm doing okay. But it says I'm two books behind schedule. So I better get I better get my, you know, get my kicks on and <laughs> read a bit more, read a bit faster. But yeah, I just having less uni classes, I've been able to have a bit more time to read, which has been really nice. But yeah, go and follow me over on Goodreads. If you are interested in reading and you want to see what I'm reading. And then life updates. 
I don't have a huge amount to update. I'm recording this a little bit in advance because yeah, I just wasn't sure how much time I was gonna have and hopefully it'll all be up in time. I mean, if you're listening to this, then it is. But yeah, so I've just been at home and revising, which has been nice, just seeing my family. And yeah, I went to my church lunch this weekend. That was really, really good fun. And yeah, just catching up with people in my hometown has been really, really nice. And then when you're listening to this, I will be back in Edinburgh. So that would be good fun. And yeah, I hope I'm having a good time there. As I say, I'm recording this a bit ahead of time, but I'll be back in Edinburgh. Other things, oh, I've been watching the Knives Out films with my boyfriend and I've seen them before. Um, it's Knives Out and Glass Onion. And I've seen them, I've seen them a while ago. My dad and I watched them, but then my boyfriend wanted to watch them. So I've been watching them with him and he's watching them the first time. But I obviously know what happens because I've seen them before. And it's so interesting watching for the second time because you notice all these details that like you obviously missed the first time you watched it. So I still think it's really enjoyable to watch for a second time because, yeah, you're just noticing all the clues that you completely missed before that like point to, you know, the who done it. And yeah, so that's just a bit about what I've been doing. And like I say, back in back in Edinburgh. So, yeah, just revising for my exam. And yeah, so that's what I have been up to okay so let's get into the episode so I'm gonna I think I'm gonna start off with the book tag because this looks like so much fun I'm really excited about this so yeah let's do a bit of a book tag so it's by Steph Bora. I'm not being very good with names today, I can't lie. I think it's Steph Bora. I saw it on Rachel Catherine's YouTube channel because I follow her and she does a lot of book content. So if you're looking for book content, I recommend Rachel Catherine. She's Australian and she's very cool. So number one, a book you tell people is your favourite. I think I often have a few different ones that I alternate. I often say A Thousand Splendid Sons by Carlo Tussini. And he, he's the writer of The Kite Runner. And I really, really loved that book. And it's it's quite a deep one. And along similar lines, I really like Christy Lefteri and her books, The Beekeeper of Aleppo and Songbirds. I really like those two books. And I mean, I also love The Kite Runner. But those are all like quite similar books. And they're just really deep and meaningful. I feel like I learned a lot from them. Another book I also love is Rebecca by, oh, I'm going to butcher the name. But it's like Daphne du Maurier. I think it's French name but yeah I also really love that book kind of like gothic romance yeah lots of mystery in that book so I would say those are probably the ones I say are my favorite I also love Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens love that book also really really love the film of that that came out last year so yeah there's quite a few books and like honestly it depends on the day but yeah, I would say that those are some of my favourites. I also read the book Violetta recently by Isabella Allende, and I really enjoyed that as well. I think that would be one of my favourites, but time will tell. Number two, a book that is your guilty pleasure. I would have to say the Twilight series because, yeah, I read them, I think, in 2021, so two years ago now, because I love the films, and I was like, I really want to read the books and get all the details. And so, yeah, I actually read Midnight Sun first, which was a bit random because that came out I think in 2020, August 2020. So yeah, I got Midnight Sun, read that first, and then it kind of inspired me to then go and read the actual like the whole series. So I would probably say, yeah, the Twilight books would be my my guilty pleasure. Number three, a book everyone loved, but you didn't. 
Oh, this is really controversial because I feel like I do have quite controversial opinions when it comes to books. The first one that comes to mind is Never Let Me Go by Katsuo Ishiguro. Again, don't know if I'm saying that right. I think so. But yeah, I mean, this book, it's one of the ones I know it's really good, but it's just not one that I enjoyed. So yeah, I didn't like it. It just was one of those really like uncomfortable reads where I'm like, oh, I get that this is like really good, good piece of literature, but just not enjoying it. It's really not for me. I don't, I've, I've discovered I don't really like anything too dystopian. I just find it all a bit freaky and weird. So I would have to say that one. Another book would be The Night Circus by Erin Morgenstein or Morgenstern. And I really, I did not like this very much. It's quite a big book and I read it fairly recently. I read it this year and I just didn't really understand it, enjoy it. I just, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't the best. I can't lie. I mean, in my opinion, again, that's one that, yeah, people, people loved, but I just didn't really get it. I didn't really get the hype. Number four a book you read the fastest? Well, I read, like I said, I read The Housemaid by Freda McFadden really fast. I read that in like two or three days recently. So that one would be quick. I often don't read books that quickly. I also read The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime. I read that in like two days, but that was because I had a lot of time. And then the same with Oranges Are Not the Only Fruit. Those books were ones I particularly enjoyed, but like I read them quickly because I had a lot of time. So I wouldn't say that's like a reflection of them being good books. I also read The Great Godden and that I think it's by Meg Rosoff. And I read that in one day because I was like traveling and like it's quite a short book. And again, I wouldn't say that's a reflection of like it being a good book. I think it was more just like I had the time. Number five, a book that deserves more hype. By the way, I hope I'm not going too quickly. I feel like I'm throwing out a lot of book titles that you hear, but like hopefully you guys are you guys are coming along for the ride. But yeah, number five, a book that deserves more hype. I think I would say A Thousand Smedded Sons because everyone's heard of The Kite Runner by Carla Tassini, but they haven't heard of A Thousand Smedded Sons. And I just really think it does deserve more hype because it's a really, really good book. And I would say it's actually better than The Kite Runner. And I think it's just very interesting. And like I say, I just think more people should read it. I think there's a lot we can all learn from it. Number six, a book that is becoming a movie slash TV show. Well, recently, Daisy Jones and the Six became a TV show on Amazon Prime. And I really enjoyed that. I read that back in 2021, I think. And I really enjoyed that. And then watching it as a TV, then watching it as a TV series was really fun. I think another one of Taylor Jenkins Reid's books the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Apparently that's becoming a film. So I would say those two books. But yeah, I'm looking forward to watching that as a film. Seven, a book that you reread the most. I've got to say, I'm not really a big rereader. I try not to reread because I feel like I always will just get halfway through and be like, oh, I know what's going to happen. Like, I don't know. I have thought about rereading my guilty pleasure books, which are the Twilight books. I've also been thinking about rereading all the Bright Places by Jennifer Niven. I've been thinking about rereading that recently, but I haven't actually really done any rereads. So yeah, I or actually I've got to say, I think when I was younger, I used to reread Looking for Alaska by John Green. I think I've read that a few times. So I guess that's the only book I've really reread, but I wouldn't read it now, I don't think. Maybe just for the nostalgia. Number eight, a book from a genre you don't typically read. I mean, I would say Never Let Me Go by Katsuo Ishiguro again. 
I also read The Girl with All the Gifts. I, <laughs> that's probably my least favorite book I've ever read. It's by M.R. Carey. And they're both just dystopian. And just like I say, just did not enjoy reading them. I don't like that genre. And yeah, they were just both really like, I just found them like scary and gross and just not very nice. So I don't really like reading that genre, but I've read a few from that genre. And afterwards, I'm always like, why? I don't even know what it is, like like dystopian thriller kind of vibes. Number nine, a book that deserves all the hype it gets. I was going to say Normal People. I think like Normal People by Sally Rooney does get a lot of hype. And I think it is nice if it's, I think it does deserve the hype. I think it's a very unique kind of book. And I think it is a good read. And I just think like everyone can enjoy it. And it's very accessible. Actually, I think that's another book I read really quickly. But anyway, I would say it deserves the hype. Again, like with The Kite Runner, I would say The Kite Runner deserves the hype it gets. Although I think people should read Thousand Splendid Sons. I think The Kite Runner is a really great book and it does deserve the hype. I think The Beekeeper of Aleppo has been getting a lot of hype recently. And I, again, really think that that deserves the hype. There's a lot to learn from it. And that's by Christy Lefteri, which I mentioned earlier. I think another one is like Girl, Woman, Other by Bernadine Evaristo. I think that that's a really, really great book. And I think that deserves all the hype it's getting. She's getting a lot of hype as an author. And I just think that's a really great book and getting good hype. Number 10, a book you usually recommend when asked to give a recommendation. I feel like recently I've been giving so many different recommendations. Like the other day I, rec I recommended The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett. I also recommended Conversations with Friends by Sally Rooney. I feel like, I, yeah, I recommend like loads of different books. I often do recommend Rebecca by Daphne du Maurier. There's a few, yeah, I don't know. It really depends on the person and like what they're looking for. Number 11, a book that has your favourite characters. Well, <laughs> I would say Twilight again because I feel like I'm so invested in those characters from the films and the books and I feel like I know them well. Number 12, a book you wish you could live in. I feel like just any Sally Rooney book where they're just very like, it's just very vibey. They're just, I don't know, the people are just kind of living their lives and just doing their own thing. Like it's just very ordinary. And I think that's nice. I don't think I'd like to live in some like dystopian fantasy. I don't really read a lot of fantasy. I feel like, yeah, I can't really think of any like other universes or anything that I'd want to live in. But I just like the sound of the Sally Rooney books being just quite like casual <laughs> and just very similar to life. And they, yeah, they're just like perfectly imperfect. Number 13, a book you thought you would hate but ended up loving. I think normal people, <laughs> I'm banging on about it a lot in this episode, but I watched the series before I read the book. I didn't enjoy the series. So I was like, I have the book. I may as well just read it. But I didn't think I was going to enjoy it. And I did. Number 14, a book that made you cry. Violetta by Isabella Lende, that made me cry. Probably the most recent cry I had reading a book. That really made me cry. Like, multiple times at multiple different points of the book. But yeah, I feel like I don't really cry at books that often, so I think I'm just going to leave it at that one because I can't think of any others. Oh, All the Bright Places by Jennifer Niven. Definitely made me cry. Number 15, a book you wish you could reread for the first time. Maybe Girl, Woman, Other by Bernadine Evaristo. I feel like... It all just came together so well and it was so clever. And I feel like, yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to experience that again for the first time. Like when I like, when you understand how it all links. Number 16, a book that could cure a reading slump. 
just like any thriller, like I said, The Housemaid kind of helped me out of a reading slump recently by Freda McFadden. So I also think just like a good like fantasy, like romance thing, like Twilight or something like Grown Ups. I really enjoyed Grown Ups by Marianne Keys. That was really great. Or The Road Trip by Beth O'Leary or The Flat Share by Beth O'Leary. Just like something like really fun, lighthearted, like We Were Liars by E. Lockhart. That was good. I'm going to talk about those books more later, but just like something where there's like a bit of mystery, bit of romance, Everything I Never Told You by Celeste Ng, that was, that got me out of a reading slump. Number 17, a book you think everyone needs to read. I'm going to have to say it's joint between A Thousand Splendid Sons by Carla Tessini and The Beekeeper of Aleppo by Christy Lefteri. I just think those are the books I've learned the most from. Like they're both fiction, but I've just learned a lot about like the human experience and yeah really I just recommend if you get anything from this episode go read those two books number 18 a book you think would make an amazing movie I'd love no I'd love to see The Secret History by Donna Tartt as a movie I just think it would be amazing that would just be everything I just would love that so much also like Carmilla or something by Jay Sheridan Lefanu I feel like something like that Carmilla is something I think about a lot I don't even know why I read it years ago but like just something like gothic like that or yeah I think Girl Woman Other would be a really interesting movie. Number 19 a book you wish everyone would give a shot even if it's out of their comfort zone. I think The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood and then The Testaments which is the second one. I think that those are really good books and I think they're not in everyone's comfort zone but I think they are like there's a lot to learn from them. Also, maybe The Midnight Library by Matt Haig. Again, I just felt there's a lot of life lessons in there. Oh, I'd also say A Clockwork Orange by Anthony Burgess. <laughs> if you've read A Clockwork Orange, like, message me because we need to talk about it because what, honestly, what was that? I think A Clockwork Orange for sure. That's out of everybody's comfort zone, I promise you. And then finally, number 20, a book you'll never forget. This one's hard to answer because there are lots of books. I think all the ones that have come to mind, like obviously they're because I've remembered them. They've obviously stuck in my mind. I think The Shack by William Paul Young, which is a Christian book, but it's like a Christian fiction book, which is very interesting. I think it just sticks in my mind because it's very unique. And like, again, just any of my favourites, like A Thousand Spedded Sons, The Kite Runner, Beekeeper of Aleppo, Songbirds, I just think there's so many where I've just learned a lot. Like the picture of Dorian Gray. Like there's so many that I just think about all the time. Like they always just come up in my head. Like I would recommend The Wasp Factory. That's one by Ian Banks. I will never forget that because it was so messed up. Had a big, big impact on me. I also think I recently read Mrs. Hart's Marriage Bureau. My dad always tells me I'm saying it wrong, Baru. Okay, well, hopefully you know what I mean. But that was by my friend, Sheena Wilkinson. And I think that that was just really fun because like she sent it to me before it was released. And I just feel like I'm always going to remember that. And like, because it's written by someone I know, I feel like I'm never going to, never going to forget that. I felt like I was so like cool getting to read it. Like, I don't know. It is, it's out now, I believe. So you guys should all go and read it. But yeah, I, yeah, it's just cool when like a book's written by someone you know pretty hard to forget
Now I'm going to do the Ultimate Summer TBR, which stands for To Be Read. So this is what I wrote my article about. So yeah, just things that are going to make you feel warm and fuzzy and summery. So first off, I'm going to, yeah, give you some recommendations of things I've already read that I think are perfect to read in summertime. With the summer being right around the corner, it's already getting warmer. I'm enjoying the warm weather. So the first one is Grown Ups by Marianne Keys, which I've already mentioned. I think I've mentioned all of these so far. But yeah, this is just like about a family who they have lots of secrets and like different intricacies and there's lots of different characters. I just love how each character gets their own story. There's insight into different life stages and different struggles that humans experience. And I just love how like they're all linked together by being this family, but it's also explores them as individuals. And I read this last summer and I don't know, it's just like a perfect like by the pool kind of read. It's very fun, very chilled. The next one is Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. This is set in North Carolina in the swamps and it's just always warm and humid and just makes me think of summer. And yeah, I feel like you can literally feel the humidity as you read and just breathtaking just descriptions of the landscape and lots of animals and the sea. And yeah, I mean, this this book is great. It's all about a woman who you go through her life with her from sort of like birth to death and it's about all the different things that happen and the different relationships she has and yeah the different struggles she has as she lives out in the swamp on her own and she's sort of abandoned by her family and yeah it's about how she sort of survives and takes care of herself and alongside this you kind of get flashbacks to the past but then flashbacks to the future as well well flash forwards to the future where there's a murder has happened and they're trying to figure out what happened and then obviously it all kind of links together at the end but yeah so there's a bit of mystery and intrigue in there as well the next one is the road trip by beth o'leary and this one's just like really fun it's about a group of friends that go on holiday together to the south of france and they meet these other group of friends and there's all this drama and it's just good fun it's light-hearted and then they all meet up again at a mutual friend's wedding and then chaos ensues so yeah I don't know it's just it's good fun as I say just another good like by the pool kind of read and yeah just good fun the next one is We Were Liars by E. Lockhart and this one's set it's about a family who they reunite each summer at this lake place where they own a few different houses and they all come back to the lakes every summer so yeah it's set over like the summer holidays over a few weeks and it's all about the fun adventures this family have especially the kids and then there's a shocking twist that reveals things are not as they seem. But yeah, it's just very good summer vibes. So those are the books I would recommend reading in the summer. I'm now going to get on to the books that I'm planning to read this summer. So the first one is Beach Read by Emily Henry. I just think this sounds like the perfect summer kind of book and kind of good summer romance. Just again, like by the pool, tanning in the sun, just chilling in the warm weather, I think. From what I've heard, it sounds like two people come together despite their differences and opposites do attract. That's what I've got from reading the blurb of this book. So yeah, Beach Read by Emily Henry. Also, One True Loves by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I've mentioned some of her books in this episode already, and I think she's a really great author. And they're always just like feel-good books, but they always have like a deeper meaning as well. And this could honestly be any TJR book, and it would be equally as commendable. So 
yeah, I really, I look forward to reading more of her books. And this one seems like a really fun romance where two people reunite after a long time. But is the relationship still going to work? So we've got another little romance for you there. The next one is Magnolia Parks by Jessa Hastings. And I mentioned Rachel Catherine earlier. And she makes a lot of videos about books and such. And she's talked about this book a lot. So it's a highly anticipated read for me. So yeah, Magnolia Parks, I think it's going to be a great book. And like, it's also all over book talk and it's loads of people's like absolute number one favorite book. So let's hope it's worth the hype. I've heard it's similar vibes to Gossip Girl where teenagers with like far too much money just wreak havoc. Um, Yeah, this sounds fun. The next one is Summer Water by Sarah Moss. And apparently this book is about like these characters who are all in the same place that it's set during the summer in Scotland and there's all these different people who are on holiday and just enjoying the Scottish countryside in the summer and then one day they're all brought together by something dark and (laughs) that's the description and I look forward to finding out what it is that brings them all together so that sounds good fun. The next one is Beautiful World Where Are You by Sally Rooney. Again mentioned her a bit in this episode as well but yeah I just think her books are always like really feel good and just like yeah quite chill just vibes no plot no plot just vibes kind of yeah so I just think that it'll be a good thing to read in the summer where it's not too like fast paced you don't have to concentrate too much and then finally my year of rest and relaxation by Otessa Moshfeg I don't know if I've said that right but yeah this one apparently is like a bit darker but it's about the idea that this woman wants to sleep for a year and <laughs> yeah I think just sounds relaxing and you know summer's the time to kind of doze take a nap and take things a bit slower so I feel like maybe this book would fit the vibe but maybe I've really misjudged that I don't know I guess I'll find out so yeah excited to see yeah what it's gonna be like um so there's there's some book things for you so a little book tag and then some summer recommendations some books to put on your TBR so I hope that that was good fun for you guys. I know it was for me. So thanks for giving me an opportunity to chat about books because I've really, really enjoyed this. And yeah, if you ever want to like chat to me about books, ask for recommendations, then definitely always get in touch with me over on the podcast Instagram. Or there's also a podcast email, which I think I always forget to mention. It's keepgoingandgrowing.podcast at gmail.com. And I think it's linked in the show notes. So if you want to like email and get in touch as well, maybe you don't use Instagram, whatever. So yeah, definitely do get in touch with me. I'd love to chat about books with you, give you recommendations that are more specific to you and what you like. So yeah, I just love chatting about books and I'm always going to be up for that. And like I said, maybe this has inspired you to get back into reading. I really hope it has. I hope you'll have a good time reading these different books and yeah, let me know your answers to some of the questions and what what books you'll never forget, which ones you thought you'd hate, but you've actually ended up loving. I want to hear about it all. So like I say, be very up for chatting about anything book related. And yeah, I hope this inspired you to go and pick up a book, get back into reading, get out of a reading slump, start reading for the first time. I think that we all have something to gain from it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Perhaps you learned something new. If there is anything you want to talk to me about following on from this episode, then you can get in touch with me on Instagram at at underscore podcast. I always love to chat to you guys. 
I upload new episodes every Thursday and you can find me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe to make sure that you see the new episodes. There is a link in the show notes to my social media. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at atkeepgng underscore podcast. And if you are a reader like me, then go and follow me on Goodreads. If you have a moment, it would be amazing if you could leave a rating and review for the podcast as this helps others to find me and I just really love reading them. I hope you all have a great day, a great week and I will see you next Thursday with another episode. Bye!